Wish you could ask us your questions, share your can't evens, or tell your farm story to us out loud. You can do that now by calling and leaving us a voicemail. Just call 401-426-3276, which is 401-426-FARM. If you've been putting off typing your farm story, because you don't want to, that just takes too much time. Well, now you can call us and just tell us about it. We love to play these voicemails on the minisodes like the one you're listening to right now, but obviously we will still take your stories, questions, and can't evens in written form as well. Bottom line, we just want to hear from you. So make sure you call us and leave us a voicemail at 401-426-FARM. Welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things. This is the farm comedy podcast that is an adult happy hour for the farming community. We drink adult beverages, talk about the ups and downs of farming things, and give zero clucks about not having the perfect farm life. We keep it real with you and share the mistakes we've made and what we've learned so you can feel less alone in this farm thing. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. Oh, hey there, Sam. Oh, hey there, Bev. What you drinking this morning? So I am enjoying coffee. Zero surprises here. <laughs> but I did put it in a fun new vessel that I got. Does does that vessel have teats? So it does. It kind of looks like it has teats. It's actually feet. Yes, it does. It has feet, not teats. Feet teats. Feet teats. <laughs> <laughs> This was hand-thrown by Modern Mini Homestead on Instagram. She launched her pottery shop. And I'm always really excited when Instagram friends, like, put out something new that they're making and selling. I almost always go and buy it because I just, I'm so excited that somebody took the leap uh, and did it. (laughs) I want to make sure that they know that it's appreciated that they put their artwork (laughs) and their products out there. So what? are you drinking over there? I am drinking a tea Mm. from, okay, and I'm going to tell you guys what this is, but I googled it and I could not find it anywhere. I got it through a pregnancy subscription box called Belly Bundle. No, we're not sponsored by them, but it's Blended Earth Tea Company Blooming Blend. It has chamomile, rose hips, nettle leaf, Dandelion root, orange peel, red raspberry leaf, rose petals, stevia leaf, alfalfa leaf, and hawthorn berries. So, it's got a lot of stuff in it, but... It sounds delicious. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a little plain, but allegedly it promotes relaxation while decreasing night sweats, exhaustion, and morning sickness. And herbs like raspberry leaf help with postpartum health and breast milk production. Also, I've read a lot about red raspberry leaf helping strengthen your uterus. And allegedly, if you make like a big old batch of it, like as you're going into labor, like I'm talking like you're steeping like 20 bags of it (laughs) in like water, it can make your labor go faster. So that's all alleged, but I did read some interesting stories about that. So It's something that I'm going to start consistently drinking at higher volume. They say usually around like 32 weeks just because it does strengthen your uterine muscles more and can help with pain. I obviously don't have anything to compare it to, so I won't want to know if it works or not. But I like tea and you can drink it iced and raspberry is good. So if anything, it'll just be hydrating. 
Awesome. Okay. Since they put it in the bundle, I'm going to assume that it's safe. But when I was pregnant, the advice out there was to not consume any red raspberry leaf until after or your last, you know, handful of weeks because of the uterine activity that can happen because of it. But I'm sure the the dose is right for because it's all about the dose. It doesn't put you in labor. But yeah, you can actually start drinking it, I think, pretty early. You just don't want more than one cup, maybe every couple days. So don't, if you're in your first trimester, maybe don't go drink, you know, 10 glasses a day. Probably not a good idea. Yeah, that totally makes sense. (laughs) But with this just being part of a blend too, I'm sure the concentration of it is like super duper small. And it's something I'll talk to my provider about too, before I start, you know, having a couple cups of it in my last trimester. Oh, that's a great idea. Just to make sure. Yeah, that feels fair. <laughs> that's a great idea. Because really, like, it, it's all about the dose. It's not necessarily the thing. It's how much you're consuming of it. <laughs> yeah. And she might tell me the stories are full of crap, but it's safe. And that might be her experience, but as long as it's safe. That's all that matters. I'm going to do it. Yep. (laughs) Sometimes it's all about what makes you feel better mentally. Yeah. Makes you feel like you're doing something. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be hot. I'm going to be in my third trimester and it's going to be really freaking hot and some tea that is iced will just sound wonderful. Yeah. Uh, What is your official due date? August 26th. August 26th. Okay. So maybe he'll come on Labor Day. Who knows? That's a little late. I mean, that would be over a week. Yeah, no. (laughs) I mean, he could. Uh, Yeah, he totally could. Orion was a week late and Aurora was four days late. Three days late. Yeah, both my kids were late. Yeah, and due dates are just like a moving target guess. So if he wants to hang out in there until 42 weeks, I'm going to feel freaking huge. But if that's how long he wants to bake, that's how long he wants to bake. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Our drink peep this episode is our friend Jenny Beck, and she is at Beck's Boots to Roots over on the Instagram. So cheers, lady. Cheers. All right. So before we hop into our can't evens today... We're going to look through our April Honey and Rue box. Yes, we're a little late. (laughs) We're a little late. But yeah, this box is so good that it doesn't matter what time of the month it is. We'll share it with you. And I believe you can still go grab it without a subscription over at honeyandrue.com too. So if something tickles your fancy here, go check out their website. Yeah, for sure. All right, Sam, what was your favorite thing out of the box? I was tickled. To get these greeting cards. Yes. <laughs> that say Rise and Shine Mother Clucker. <laughs> because I love saying Mother Clucker. And they're cute and there's nothing on the inside. So you can just send these with whatever. Yeah, I love it. Which is one of my favorite things. Like when they're generic like that, that's just so nice. It is. Yeah, it is really nice. And it gives you an excuse to reach out to friends that you haven't necessarily reached out to in a while and make it fun. Yeah. So, Bev, what was your favorite thing this month? All right. Uh, My favorite thing was actually, there's a kitchen magnet in here. What did I do with it? I, like, buried it. Is this it? Yep, this is it. (laughs) This is it. It also says, rise and shine, mother (laughs) cluckers. 
Mine's different. I have a different one. Yeah. Oh, mine says what the clock. Oh, that's so cool. So there were different ones. So you'll have to check your box and see which one you got. What I love about these is they actually match the black kitchen towel that we got in an earlier box. So it's kind of starting like a themed kitchen decor, which is fun. Yeah. All right. So we also got spirit mint leaf from Egypt. (laughs) You're like, ooh, what do we do with this? So dried spearmint actually helps repel mice and bugs in your coop, but it's also safe for your chickens to snack on. And it can actually help lower their body temperature to keep them cool. So you can sprinkle it in feed and nesting boxes or just on the coop floor. I'll probably just mix it in with feed for funsies. Once it starts getting hot, I'll wait. But yes, the warmer weather is coming, but I'm probably going to hold on to this till like July. It's going to be here for me on Saturday, 80s. Us too. Yeah. Yes. Whenever we get these big bags of dried herbs, that's usually what I do is I have a big trash can of chicken feed and I dump the big bags of herbs, marigolds, you know, any oregano, the spearmint leaf, and just mix it in with it. It makes it fun. Chickens are like, oh, she loves me. She gave me a treat. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> We also got some dried apple cider vinegar, and I always love it when we get these. I have a few bags of these in my chicken first aid kit. It's a good boost to just like throw in drinking water whenever, you know, you're having an issue. It's a good way to kind of rebalance the the gut of your chickens. (laughs) Yeah, not just for humans, apparently. (laughs) I don't like the taste, though, personally. The other thing we got is this big old bag of chicken ecstasy. It's an all-natural premium blend of red milo, or milo, crimped barley, dried mealworms, omega-3, rich flaxseed, and other healthy ingredients. So sometimes if the chickens are acting really good, I just mix this in with their feed too, because (laughs) we do a couple big bags at a time, so you can like barely notice. Or... If they're being annoying, I just dump it off the porch so they don't try to go into the garage or the barn. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. (laughs) We also got another of these. It's a vanilla scented fly repellent. I actually, I hang these around my milking parlor. (laughs) Oh, that's smart. That's really smart. Yep. Keeps the flies away, especially now that it's starting to warm up because they are being obnoxious again they are upon us yeah i've been trying to be on top of like getting at least the cow to eat the fly control minerals early so it actually works in time this year but it's always so hit or miss it's hard to line it up sometimes yeah percy was rubbing his face on the ground the other day and jared's like what's wrong with him and i was like he's probably got flies on his eyes (laughs) poor guy Maybe that's why Fancy's face has been so dirty the past couple days. It hasn't been that warm, but maybe she's just a little itchy. (laughs) She's got mud face. All right. So the other thing we got was some hydrogen peroxide, which is really great to just have in your first aid kit because you can use it to disinfect minor cuts, scrapes, burns. So yeah, that's something very handy to keep around too. And it's not a big obnoxious bottle either. No, it's like the perfect size. Yes, for chickens. (laughs) And then we also got a magazine, Acreage Life. Looks like there's all sorts of cool, helpful articles in here. Awesome oxen. They built America. But where are they now? 
I've been making a lot of Oregon trailer, jo- <laughs> Oregon Trail jokes <laughs> lately. That sounds like a future episode because I don't know where the oxen went. I kind of want to know. So maybe we'll share with you guys if it's interesting. Let's stop recording this episode so I can read this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, there's a compostable nesting box pad in there for full-size chickens that you can use in your coop. So yeah, that's it for this month. If you would like a May box, go to honeyandrood.com and use code Drink and Farm to get 10% off your first box. All right, so... Bev, do you want to go first with your first can't even? So actually, I was going to let you go first because you have a can't even in here that is just so exciting that like it has to be shared like immediately. Yeah, I feel like I was cheating when I put this one in here because first of all, you sent it to me before it went out on Instagram So it's kind of a can't even for both of us, I think. And if you guys follow us on social media, you probably already know. But in case you missed it, modernfarmer.com, which is a source we use quite regularly on this podcast. We we are fans. They listed us in the top 10 seven binge-worthy podcasts for, I believe it was for food and farming. Yep. So I had a a moment of... (laughs) how did we even get on here? (laughs) And like, is this right? Is somebody punking me? Because I think that website is kind of a big deal. I I don't think I'm wrong with that. Their Instagram account's pretty big too. So go team. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was so excited. And actually, so I can't take credit for sending that to you. Someone on Instagram sent it to me like the day that it came out. Yes. And oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I cannot remember who sent it to me. I should have written that down. But yeah, it was really exciting. And she thought it was super well-deserved and was like, you guys always shout out Modern Farmer and like reference them for some of your episodes, you know, use them as a source. So it's really nice that they like kind of returned the fever, so to speak. And I hadn't really thought of it that way, but I was like, oh yeah, we do. We do use Modern Farmer a lot. Especially around the holidays, because they always really have a good like historical stuff about the holidays. So we hit them up pretty much every year, October through December. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't know they even knew who we were, though. Like, that's crazy. I didn't either. Yeah. And it was it was really exciting. And I had a couple friends see it, too, and, like, send me a message and was like, look at you getting all internet famous over there. And I was like, oh, well, that's not really the goal, but thank you. I mean, <laughs> we don't want to not be internet famous. Yeah. But yes. (laughs) I just really loved that they called us binge worthy because I've always felt like we're kind of binge worthy. And so that felt really validating and really good and exciting. So I really appreciated being a part of that list. And it was a total surprise. Like no one reached out to us and said anything or. That's why I was so like confused. I was like, why is she sending me this? Because no way in my mind did I think we were qualified to be on this list. So when I scrolled, I was, I had like a holy shit moment. (laughs) Like that's us. That's my full name in an article. Come stalk me, people. <laughs> yeah. That uh, is so exciting. Yeah. So thank you to Modern Farmer for including us. And if you're listening to this now because of that Modern Farmer article and you've never heard of us before, welcome. 
Do we drink and we farm things? <laughs> yeah, we hope we don't scare you away. <laughs> All right. So now, Bev, what is one of your can't evens? All right. So one of my can't evens is that a new millipede species was discovered and Taylor Swift was the inspiration for this new species name. I feel like us being listed in Modern Farmer is a higher compliment than being named after a millipede, but I guess I should let you tell me more. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So this species of millipede was discovered by entomologist Derek Hennen, and he named this species Nenarnia swiftae, which... (laughs) The actual, like, name of it that's not, you know, the Latin name is Swift Twisted Claw Millipede. (laughs) Oh, okay. And they thought that this species of millipede was unique because of its genetics and its special legs. I mean, she does have good legs. Yeah, she totally does. And he said that he named the millipede after Swift as a thank you to her music because she had gotten him through some really tough times. Yeah, so I thought that that was just, like, really sweet. And I thought it was just really interesting. I wouldn't have thought to name a millipede after Taylor Swift, but here we are. So she's got lots of albums, super famous, does lots of tours, and now has a millipede species named after her. So I mean, can it, does it really get any better? I, I don't think so. I guess like <laughs> as a person that would have the privilege to name millipedes, that is like the highest honor you can give someone. It's true. It's, that's exactly right. So my second can't even for today is a video from CNN.com from back in March. And it's a pig. Actually, it's two pigs fighting a black bear that jumped into their pen. So if you go to the link, I'll make sure the video is in the YouTube as well. But if you're not watching on YouTube, you can go to the link and watch this black bear just kind of like crawl into a pig pen and they look like maybe potbellies or julianas i can't quite remember and he kind of the bear kind of corners one of them and then the other pig just comes out and attacks him and then the other pig that was originally cornered comes out and helps and they actually like kind of corner the bear and then the bear's like what the hell i was not expecting this i wanted bacon and then <laughs> pieces out and jumps back over the fence so it's kind of a cool video it was caught on camera and recorded by the owner and she's kind of surprised too that her pigs were able to do that so could have been a far worse outcome especially when it's recorded um you don't want to see that as an animal owner if it doesn't go so well but it's got a happy ending nobody is hurt including the bear so go check that out because it's pretty unbelievable oh my gosh (laughs) oh my gosh all right so what's your last can't even all right, my last can't even is from the dodo, and it's a cat that is so obsessed with a frog toy that her family decides to get her all of them. <laughs> and the pictures, the pictures are just the best. You have to throw these pictures on the YouTube because they are so adorable. So this little cat, her name is Mochi. She was found abandoned in a parking lot with her brother, and they were adopted when they were old enough, and they actually both still live together. The brother and sister were adopted together. 
And then after they were adopted, the new owners bought a frog toy for Choco. Choco is the brother, actually. So it's not Mochi that gets the frog toys. Oh, wait. Sorry. Just kidding. (laughs) They both got frog toys. (laughs) I'm having a day over here. I'm sure they share, you know. They do. They (laughs) share. But it turns out that Mochi is the one that has gotten super attached to her frog. So there we go. I got it straight. There's Mochi. There's Choco. It's easy to get them confused anyways. So (laughs) she gets one. She loves it so much. They buy her a couple more. And then... They buy her like a gazillion, and this little frog is looks like a little frog prince, <laughs> is what it looks like. It's like a frog with a crown on, and she's got like a gazillion, and she's just buried in them and loves them and wants them on her all the time and is always hanging out with them and sleeping with them. And it's like the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I just, I can't even. And it also turns out that I'm now a crazy cat lady and I am obsessed with cats, and I just got a new cat. I saw that. How did that happen? Farm story time. Okay. So what happened was, so this cat, his name is Deuteronomy. We're considering renaming him because of Aurora. Duty. Yeah. That's what I've been calling him. I've been calling him Duty Tootie. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good cat name. It is. It's really cute. Aurora wants to rename him because Aurora likes to name the things. But anyways, so... I went over to my friend's house and he was he was an indoor outdoor like kind of barn cat. He wasn't really their cat. He just kind of lived on the property. And so I would go over there and every time I was over there he was on my lap and just purring the whole time. And he's like this big fluffy cat. He's so cute and he's very sweet. He loves people. He loves being in the house. And it turns out that at their place they weren't letting him in the house anymore at all because he was beating up on one of their kittens. And so she was so afraid to come out of, like, the closet that she was going to the bathroom in there. So they're like, we can't have this. Like, it needs to be a safe place for, you know, like, the pet cats that we actually, like, went and picked out. So he was going to be an outdoor cat there, which isn't a big deal. He's totally fine being an outdoor cat. But then the other barn cats that live on the property were starting to beat him up. So he's got... Oh, my gosh. The drama. Yeah, the drama. So he's got some pretty nasty wounds right now. So he's st- he's staying created in the barn for now while he heals. And I make sure that there's nothing weird or anything, like, on him. But he's, yeah, he's missing a lot of fur and has some wounds on him. But they called me and were like, hey... I know this is kind of a long shot, but would you like Deuteronomy? Because I had always joked that I was just going to take Deuteronomy home. Anytime we went over there, Aurora picked up Deuteronomy and tried to sneak him in the car. (laughs) Aww. And so I was like, well, I got to talk to Jared first and make sure that he's okay with it. And I talked to Jared and he was not into it, to say the least. So I just let it lie. (laughs) And then 10 days later, asked him again. And he was like, I really don't want another cat. And I was like, well, but if we don't take him, you know, he's not living this great life. We could totally use another barn cat. Like, it won't hurt or anything. And I kind of want to have him, like, in my office as, like, a sort of, like, hybrid indoor-outdoor cat. You know, I won't let him, like, on the bed or anything because Jared's allergic. Oh, that's right. So I guess the TLDR of this story is Jared didn't want another cat, and we got another cat. (laughs) So is his name from the musical Cats? Oh, yes. That's got to be what it is. Okay. I didn't think of that. Okay. So 
I think, do not have Aurora watch the new version of Cats. Okay. It's oddly sexual. Okay. <laughs> and just weird. She probably wouldn't pick up on it, but it's freaking weird. And it's not good. Okay. But if you can find a DVD or on the internet, the stage version of it, that's the first musical I saw. She'd probably be so into it. If she hasn't seen it. She hasn't seen it. And then if the cat's name is Deuteronomy and she hears it in the musical, she might just want to keep it. Or she'll pick one of the other more fun names. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So you're right. He's totally named after the musical Cats because my friends who we got him from, the husband is the drama teacher at one of the local high schools. Yeah. And Orion was just in one of his plays, even though Orion doesn't go to that school, but... Our school doesn't have a drama program anymore, so. <laughs> yeah. Bustopher Jones is one of my cats, and that's from the musical Cats, too. So, yeah. <laughs> that's why I was like, I bet you that's what it is. Not the Bible, but the musical. Yeah, I know. See, and here we thought it was after the book of the Bible. <laughs> I don't even, like, I should probably know more about what happens in Deuteronomy. I'd have to go look, but the musical is probably far more fascinating. I think that it's just lists of people's names and when they died, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, so not exciting. Or maybe that's numbers. I don't remember. The Old Testament isn't my thing. (laughs) There's kind of just a few books in the Bible, so I get a little mixed up sometimes. but. (laughs) But yeah, so I'd highly recommend she watched that just anyways because I think she'd get a kick out of it or she would think it's really dumb yeah oh I don't know I she likes she likes musicals so I think she'll like it yeah so I'm really excited for him he's living in a crate in the barn for now because I don't want him to wander off and I also don't want our barn cats to beat him up because they haven't been very nice to him through the crate so they'll get used to it though that's what I'm thinking too yeah so he wanders while I milk and then I put him back in the crate after I'm done milking (laughs) is he fixed I think so. I didn't check. That'll help, too. Yeah, I hope so. If not, I'll go do that immediately. (laughs) I didn't think to check. (laughs) All right. So now we're going to pivot to your can't evens. And we have a few. So the first one is from Amanda Ogles. And she said, took a screenshot of a post in another group I'm in. I hashtag can't even with the rabbit eggs. Rabbits don't lay eggs. Spoiler. In case you were curious. But... Das Wookie over at the Meat Rabbits Backyard Homesteaders.com Facebook group said, I sold a rabbit this afternoon. They wanted to see the Californian rabbits in my colony grow out as well before deciding which one they were going to pick. Upon seeing the goose eggs, she asked, Oh my gosh, those are so big. Are those the rabbit eggs? I'm sorry, rabbit eggs? You know, for the baby rabbits. Um, no, rabbits <laughs> are mammals. Live birth. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was at that point her husband could no longer contain himself. And he said, you thought rabbits were born from eggs? Well, sure. Why would you think that? Duh, the Easter bunny leaves eggs. It's kind of hard to argue with that logic. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, I kind of get where her thought process was. Yeah. I, I totally see that because it is a little confusing. Like, why are there rabbits and why are there eggs for Easter celebrations? And it's because the original Easter celebration was a pagan ritual and it was all about fertility. So the eggs represented fertility and, you know, like 
you know, how rabbits multiply, like that's also a symbol of fertility. So I think that's why they <laughs> got mi- put in the mix <laughs> together. <laughs> this is an odd combination. I'll give her that. <laughs> yes. That gave me a good chuckle. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yes. All right. So this was amazing. Elise Ferguson shared this in our group. And also I had seen one of my Facebook friends that I know in real life here locally uh, share this on her Facebook page. And I just, I couldn't even about it. So I was glad that it got shared. And Elise says, just an FYI for your garden planning. And here it is. Cucumbers can be planted at any time in May after danger of frost has passed. Folklore has it that to protect them from insects, they should be planted on May 1st the old pagan holiday of Beltane, before sunup for best results, they should be planted by a naked young man. So I am currently taking applications for that. (laughs) May is coming up very fast, so you better hurry. (laughs) Well, it'll it'll be dark, so I mean, because it's got to be before the sun comes up. So if you're nude and running around Bev's yard, nobody's going to see you. Yeah, so you'll be fine. But please and thank you. (laughs) So strange. So strange. Oh, I love it. I love it. Our next one is from Katie Montgomery, our friend and teammate. And she says, from a goat group I'm in, I can't even so hard. I cackled a little. Please look at the buck's face and her illustration. So I will put a picture of this in the YouTube for you to look at. In the group goat talk, a friend or a person named Jamie Lynn shared a photo her daughter produced um she drew it but she says my daughter claire who's eight years old made an informational book about goats for her cousin lots of laughing crying emojis guess we'll have to take this page out i love how the title is tips and age is picture pictured helping out she said, well, she's eight. She should know about where babies come from by now. She did a pregnancy fact sheet instead. Hashtag farm kid. So it says breeding tips. Put the female in the pen with the male. Make sure the buck mounts her. And there's a pretty, I mean, I feel like this is a pretty good drawing. This is about as good as I could do. Of a, a lady goat and a male goat. And the male goat looks very pleased with himself and the lady goat. As they do. As they do. And there is a little girl standing there like, good job! Is kind of the impression I'm getting. Yeah. That's what I do when I'm breeding the goats. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you guys need to take a look at that picture. It's pretty advanced, I would say. (laughs) All right, our next can't even is from Bridget Green, and she says, Friday laugh for you. We got a barn cat and added a cat door. Our Nigerian dwarf goats use it to stick their heads out early in the morning and scream for feed. Hashtag, I can't even. And the video is hilarious. The little cat door is open, and the little Nigerian dwarf goats are sticking their heads out, and then they're taking turns sticking their heads out, and then you can, like, see them in the back, like, kind of shuffling (laughs) for the hole, and it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I will put that in the YouTube video for you guys to watch. Yeah, she also commented that sometimes they both stick their heads out the door and scream. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. 
pretty <laughs> advanced. Mine just all stand outside and scream at me at this point. This is a little more adorable. Yeah, this is way more adorable. <laughs> yeah, I, I have so many goats now. Like, I look out on them. I'm like, this, this has escalated very quickly. quickly. Mine usually just run to the fence when I'm outside, and then they're all lined up in their different pastures on the fence, like, jumping up, trying to get my attention, and hope, <laughs> hope that I brought snacks. <laughs> Yeah, mine's just um, lots of screaming. And then when I go into the barn to feed them, Maya, our head, our head though, she slams into the door. And then she, we have a little eye hook for the little handle thingy that keeps everything closed. And she tries to pop that out all the time. She just, it's like, would you, I would move faster if you did not do that every night, lady. I have a doe that does that also. I've never had a doe so aggressively jump at doors and gates. Like, they all kind of, like, you know, climb on the gate and always try to, like, get all up in my business. But Eclipse, Eclipsey, she lunges at it. Like She wants it first. Yeah, she wants it first. So she's challenging Tonks for head doe. Now I get it. Hmm. I don't know who's going to win. Yeah. Goat dynamics. <sighs> yeah. All right. So that's it for your can't evens this month. Thank you so much for sharing those. You can share those in the Facebook group. Just make sure you hashtag them can't even. It makes it a little easier to find it. Facebook still kind of makes it like an Easter egg hunt a little bit to do that. <laughs> so if I missed you, I'm sorry. But you can also email those to us at drinkandfarm at gmail.com or send them to us on Instagram. Just some housekeeping and announcements before we go today. Hit the subscribe button or follow button or the little heart emoticon thing, depending on where you listen. (laughs) And download the episode when you listen, because this helps more people like you find the podcast and is a free way to totally support the show. And make sure you take a look at the show notes for maybe links to things and links like to our merch shop and some other fun things. Yeah, we make it pretty easy for you to find all of our good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we sure do. So until next time, drink, farm, and give zero fucks. (laughs) Bye now. Bye. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. We love Grubbly Farms Little Pecks for our newest poultry friends. With Little Pecks, our fluffy ones can enjoy a farm-fresh recipe inspired by foods they naturally love. Every peck of crumbles is packed with sustainably harvested grubs, vegetables, and whole grains to help our little ones grow. So start your newest additions off on the right foot. Or should I say beak? (laughs) From hatch to 20 weeks with Little Pecks. Grubbly Farms delivers all their products right to your door for free. And don't forget to use the code DRINKINFARM25 to get 25% off your first order.